just going to make another adjustment. Is that better? Free hearing aids with PRSI at Specsavers. Music to your ears. Find out more online. Terms and conditions apply. Hello there, it's Michael Lester here and thank you indeed for joining us. Now, rally fans in the west of Ireland are in for a treat on October the 1st when the Deja Vu Ireland West event heads to Westport in County Mayo. Now, this is a real blast from the past with a huge selection of older and much-loved rally cars taking part and in the hands of some, well, let's face it, older and much-loved rally competitors as well. They will include former British champion Jimmy McRae, along with other big names like Austin McHale, Eugene Donnelly, Andrew Nesbeth, and so on. And it's all in aid of the Mayo Roscommon Hospice. The president of the Mayo Motor Club is Junior Prendergast, and he is here with me now. Good to talk to you, Junior. Looking forward to this great event, I suppose, for both Westport and the West of Ireland. Oh, definitely, because it's a brilliant event for, to bring much-needed funds into Westport at, a, at the end of the season and uh, for all rally enthusiasts. Uh, it's great for them to see the old people, but some of them never saw the likes of Jimmy McRae, Austin McHale and all the rest of them rallying. So it's a great thing for Westport and the West of Ireland to be able to see this again. And some of the old cars, as you said as well, that we haven't seen out there for a while in the hands of these guys as well. Yeah, you have uh, uh, Austin McHale will probably be in the Manta. I, don't, I think it's the Manta he's coming in. And you have Jimmy McRae, which will be in the Chevette, the Vauxhall. And you have all the cars that we haven't seen for years. And they'll be there and they will not be rallying. They'll be driving normally through special stages. And the stages will not be closed. They'll be um, open to the public. But it's also an opportunity to see all these cars close up. And it's not just in Westport, but there's a route around Mayo and Galway uh, as well, which which is actually very interesting because it incorporates some of the old rally stages, maybe from the Galway rally or the Circuit of Ireland and so on. Yes, uh, all the, the they're using all stages that was used either in the Galway International or the Circuit of Ireland. Yeah. Now, the Circuit of Ireland now is only a one day event. It was a five day event that time. And they used the, the Partry Mountains, they used Roundstone, they used all the different places around that you'd be able to, Mam Cross and Clifton and Lean On, you'd be able to see all them, the cars going through all them. There's a, I think at the moment we have 115 of an entry. So you'll have 115. Now some of them will be newer cars, just out for the spin to show people what the other one's like. And we are signing on on Friday evening, the car, sign on and they're parked in Port West, Friday night and Saturday morning they're starting off from uh, Westport Garda Station at 10 o'clock. So before that people can come into Port West Station, uh, Port West Parking and they can look at the cars and see what the engines are like, see what this is like, the lads will be there to meet you and all that. So that's what it's about. And I'm sure there are going to be hundreds and hundreds of petrol heads who like nothing better than looking at rally cars. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's for sure, because people, I was in Galway this weekend at the Galway Summer Rally and we were talking at service there and like that, and that people are absolutely, whatever happens to them when they see a car, rally car and all that, they just change completely. They're different people and everything is, is the buzz is unbelievable at, at rallies like that. 
I suppose with an event like this, it's hard to kind of stick to exact kind of times, but but just to give us a rough general kind of view of it, uh, it's leaving Westport and heading towards. It's head. It's leaving Westport and it's the the it's at ten o'clock. Yeah, and it finishes in the evening at four o'clock at the quay in Westport. Out at the at the, the quays yeah. in Westport, and all those places you'll see is, is Mam Cross at around ten forty-five to twelve o'clock. Yeah, that's and then you have Roundstone, approximately twelve to one, and they're having a light lunch in Roundstone. Yeah. Roundstone, and then you go to Cl- Clifton from one thirty to three, and Leenan from two o'clock to three thirty, and they're back again for four o'clock then. And you see them coming in; they line up and they come back into the keys in Westport, and there's a band there, and there's yeah. different things there on that e- that evening. You and the Mayo Motor Club are facilitating this event, but it's actually run by, and these kind of events, because there's been other ones as well, by uh, BT Crawford, former navigator, mm. well known to rally fans. And of course, Alan Tyndall, Plum Tyndall, mm. who people know from the RPM Motor Show and all that. And they're, they've put most of this thing together. Yeah, they do all that. It's just that they got on to us and the, and the Mayo District Motor Club and they asked, would, would we help out? And I just want to say one thing. I'm chairman of the Mayo District Motor Club, not president. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, but I said I'd get on board with them and I'd help them. And I've met them uh, five, I say five times now. And we've gone through everything and we're supplying, we're supplying all the, the start finish ramp. We're supplying the, all the arrows going into the thing. We're supplying the marshals for the start, the evening before and on the route. So they are supplied by the Mayo District Motor Club. I've lined up already, I think it's 25 marshals already signed up for it, so we'll have all that. And one final thing, I suppose, Junior, that we have to say is, will we ever get sense? <laughs> I don't think we'll ever get sense. <laughs> at the age I am, I'm joined my own district motor club in 1976. Yeah. And I met it ever since, and I don't think we'll ever get sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones. Make friends with innovation. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times? Visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook. Well, now, the Chief Executive of Mayo Roscommon Hospice is Martina Jennings, and she is here with me now. And Martina, this is a, a nice combination between the world of rallying, I suppose, and what you do. It is. It's a great... And, you know, we're all about community. We, w- we wouldn't be where we are, Michael, without communities right throughout Mayo and Roscommon. But this is a particularly lovely one yeah. because it involves the beautiful roots of Mayo into Galway yeah. and... The community are getting involved and it's a unique fundraiser as well for us. So sure. we haven't been involved in, in the world of rallying before and we were delighted when Dr. Beattie came and approached us about this. And they're very good to do it for us because, you know, they have a lot to do in organising this event and to yeah. put a charity on the back of it is a lot of work on top of them. And so we're so grateful. The Actually, what's... what's um, 
ironic as well is that the foundation itself was founded 29 years ago and it was founded by a man from Westport, Dr. Bert Farrell. So he would have been the GP in in Westport and he, from going out to houses where people were dying or at the end of life, there was no palliative care, there was no pain relief and he just felt there was no dignity, no respect. So he actually started the foundation by gathering support groups throughout both counties. So we've grown from that, from one doctor and one nurse to now to a team of two palliative care teams and we now have our own hospice in Mayo with one about to open in Roscommon. And where are you based now at the moment? So we're ba- so we have um, our head office is in Knock and that's where all the admin, all the fundraising is done from there and then we have a hospice in Mayo so that's an inpatient daycare unit and our hospice in Roscommon is about to open in November, December this year. And then we're we're a bit different as well to other hospice groups in that we don't employ the palliative home care teams directly. They're employed by the HSE. So they're based in Castlebar and Roscommon and we paid the bills. So the HSE invoices us for their co- for 60% of their costs um, every year. And how many people roughly would you cater for? Last year we looked after 980 Did patients. You? Yeah, the Mayo Hospice yeah. looked after, it only opened in March last year and it looked after 110 patients in that time. So our, our referrals typically into the service would be 25 to 30 a week would have been average referrals over the last five years of new patients. This year, it, we're seeing 50 referrals weekly, consistently for the last few months. So, Why do you think that that jump has happened? It's, 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 I think it's a knock-on effect of COVID. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people haven't possibly gone to the doctor with symptoms, mm. um, may have missed treatments, may have missed um, diagnostic tests, but certainly we have seen a huge increase. And, and the service itself continued through COVID, so it was extremely difficult, in particular for the home care teams, because for some reason, when COVID hit in March... Um, 2020, the PPE gear was given out to all health people except palliative home care teams and that wasn't just unique to my own Roscommon so we struggled to get PPE gear and keep the team safe but we did and they continued to see patients on a daily and weekly basis and were just incredible and I, the other knock-on effect of COVID has been of course um, bereavement, post-bereavement so our family therapist is busier than ever she's directly employed by the foundation Um and the knock-on effect of COVID has seen a lot of loneliness mm. resurface. So for somebody that she would have worked with years ago after they would have lost somebody, they, all this grief has come to the surface again. Along with then the funerals, the Irish funerals didn't happen and they are part of our grieving process. We do goodbye, goodbyes very well in Ireland. Didn't happen for two years. So there's, there's, there's a combination of factors there. Back to this particular event, which is happening, mm. of course, on the 1st of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask you, did you have any interest in rallying before any of this happened? I had no idea. And there was no <laughs> point me even pretending I knew all about it. But you couldn't be brought along by the the enthusiasm of BT. And then I met yeah, Alan. BT Crawford and uh, Alan Tyndall, yes. who are the organisers of yeah, this. Yeah, and they are so passionate about yeah. what they do. They were incredible. And I mean, they picked us out of the blue. We had no idea. So it's just brilliant. We have book a collector there on the morning of the rally that Saturday morning and at the finish line again and they have very kindly offered us the proceeds from the auction on Saturday night so we're very excited about that because we believe they have a lot of good prices up for auction.
I suppose it's one of those things where, and you, you do fundraising, obviously, mm. but this is this is different, in, oh, and I'm sure it's different. more attractive because of that. It is. It's great. And you know what? I always say it's not always about the funds, even though the funds are really important. Yeah. And 100% of everything that's raised by, from any fundraising event like this goes back into the palliative care service. But it's also the awareness. It's bringing yeah. the awareness of palliative care out to a different audience that I possibly wouldn't have got the chance to speak to before. And we're really trying to get the message out there about palliative care. Traditionally and still to this day, people fear the words palliative care. Mm. They don't want to hear of palliative care coming in, but it has changed so much. It really has changed from learning, you know, from letting people mm. live with an illness as opposed to end of life care. It's not always that. that yes, there are life limiting illnesses, there are terminal illnesses, but they're not necessarily going anywhere in the next day, week, month or two. We have patients on the service that are there for months and years um, and they come in and out of the service. They may come for pain medication, they may come for counselling, their illness may have changed and that, you know, everything else needs to go along with that. But it's not necessarily end of life. Yeah. Well, Martina, the best to look with the event and we look forward to it. We will. It'll be a great weekend. So yeah. we'll. And thanks a million, Michael. Thanks for the for you know for taking the time to come and talk to us about it because we're we're passionate about our service too. So it's great to get the chance to talk about it. With me right now is one of the people that I have absolutely no doubt that rally fans around Ireland, in fact, are looking forward to seeing, which is former Irish champion and legend in Irish motorsport, Austin McHale. Austin, lovely to talk to you. And I'm sure you're looking forward to this event. Yeah, hi, Michael. Very much. Yeah, yeah very much so. It's, uh, we've done um, a few rounds of the Deja Vu. Yeah. With Plum. And um, the, the last one we did was the uh, the Legends one in um, Donegal. Yeah. So, and prior to that was uh, in Tralee in Kerry. But um, this one, uh, obviously, is a very major one. And it's uh, based in Westport mm-hmm. in Mayo. And, of course, it's home to me. That's um, right. Yeah, I, yeah come from Lewisburg, which yeah. is only just out the road by Crowpatrick from Westport originally. And um, we're very happy to be doing it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. It was cancelled, obviously, last year uh, with the COVID, etc. And uh, this year is a big thing. I think there's a huge entry. And um, it's good because a lot of the uh, older time competitors are, are going to be there, you know, so... Uh, uh, that's important, you know. So uh, one of the, of the things that I'm, I've been trying to get across talking to people about this event is when we talk about old rally cars and maybe previous drivers and whatever, we're not talking about fellas in goggles and leather leather helmets or anything like that. Actually, some of these cars are still fairly quick. They are, yeah. There'd be a lot of the old cars, you know, you'd have uh, something like the Lancia Stratus, mm. uh, Porsches, uh, the Mantis that I... Uh, won first championship in actually Chevette's was the first championship back in 1983 and then there's been Mantis there for won some of the championships as well and won Galway and Mayo stages and stuff like that over the years you know but um, the be a lot of stuff come back to maybe Fiat 131 parts and yeah. uh, obviously they marked two escorts and there'd be a really good selection of old historic cars along with modern cars some to an extent but uh, yeah, yeah. you know I think one of the, the fascinating things about rallying is no matter how more sophisticated cars become, everybody loves to see the old Mark II Escorts. Yeah, they have been the most famous uh, rally car 
ever I would think. I don't think they'll be ever repeated what has mm. been back to the Mark II escort back in the 70s, you know, and, uh, you know, remember that the, the Roger Clarks and them boys coming over to Ireland and Billy Coleman's and that and Mark yeah, Mark yeah, once and Mark yeah. two was really fantastic to watch and then it started moving on a little bit and probably the era that we were looking at was the end of the the start of the Mark twos really and uh, then onto the Chevettes and the Vauxhalls uh, and then to the Opals uh, you know all got very popular and uh, of course then you had the Porsches coming on the scene and the Stratus and uh, the Renault fives and you know like all them cars or replicas, um, a lot of them would be originals, will be yeah. in Westport. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, from your own point of view, because I, I emphasise in this uh, discussion about it, that it's not a speed event. No, no, it's very important. It's not a speed event. It's a, it's a social event more than anything else. Yeah. And uh, uh, for everybody to gather and take the car at normal road speed within ish. the law ish yeah well <laughs> <laughs> I suppose maybe it's hard in a way we are doing stages like uh, Partry Mountain or Sheafrey uh, or places like that but uh, you know it's, it's areas that will be not close to public but there will be public yeah, there to see all these uh, historic cars going by and uh, I think that they're doing an, ex- an excellent job on it and uh, obviously with the Mayo Motor Club uh, with back up as well it'll be very good What are you driving? Uh, hopefully, uh, driving probably the most successful car I had was the 185 Celica, mm. you know, the uh, ex uh, uh, Toyota Ireland uh, yeah. David Hogan Motors one. And um, um, I'm looking forward to that. We did the Legends with that in Donegal, and uh, you know, it's great to get back into the car, hasn't changed a lot. And uh, you know, it's in fantastic condition and uh, it's been well preserved. We told it originally to Tim McNulty, who's still competing, he was out last weekend yeah. in Galway. and. Uh, it's, it's still there, yeah. and you know, hundred percent. Yeah, sounds absolutely fab, and it's a family event as well, of course. It is. Yeah, the uh, for this one, uh, Gareth is going to do it in the car that he won Galway back in two thousand and ten. I think it was ten or eleven. The year he won the championship, and uh, he's running the two running the two hundred six uh, Focus. Mm-hmm. They did the world championship rounds then, and he's bringing his eldest son uh, Sebastian with him in that. And then Aaron <laughs> is doing it as well. So uh, he has got uh, Senan. And I think Aaron's going to use their current uh, polo. Oh, that yeah. they're using in the... Uh, the guard actually won the Galway Rally last weekend. And uh, he'll be taking that. He's taken, as I said, Senan with him. So um, that'll be two grandsons, two sons and two grandsons. And then Adam Kelly, which is our eldest grandson, that has done or did all the previous ones with me. And uh, he's coming with me. Sounds absolutely fabulous. Um, when you do things like this, Austin, and you're doing this for the crack, obviously, and to raise funds for the Mayoral's Common Hospice and that, do you get a go in you again to ever go? Yeah, definitely. I think that when we did the Legends in Donegal, yeah, that I wouldn't mind. Uh, maybe I never really competed in the in the two or six mm. carrots cars, such as yeah. around the time. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing maybe a national round in that, you know. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. But it would be only for for the sport of doing it, you know, we have a competition license on that, which we had to have for the Dilly Gall episode. And uh, yeah, I would, I would. I think, you know, we're probably getting a bit long in the tooth, that's the only thing. And reflexes wouldn't be what they used to be or et cetera. But um, I would definitely look forward and I probably will, uh, maybe not the end of this year, but next year, do maybe a national round or whatever, you know. I'll tell you what, we'll watch you out in this particular one see how you're going and then we'll give you a thought. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, well, it'll be most enjoyable anyways, you know, and I think then there's going out uh, 
to uh, Connemara. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, out to, I think it's Roundwood or... It is. Or Roundstone, isn't it? Roundstone, uh, yeah. And lean on right. and Connemara, yeah. you know, which would be all good territory and there would have been excellent stages over the years. Oh, and, you know, and if you take for years uh, with the Circuit of Ireland coming back down through the West and... Uh, one of the years that I won it was actually came through the Sheaf Repartory Lachnafui mm-hmm. stages and uh, there was a service halt in Westport. So that would have been back memories. That's right. Back in that year as in yeah. the, I think it was the Salika, I think it was 1993 or something like that, you know. Yeah. With the, I don't know where the years are gone, Michael, but oh, they've, they've, gone, they've gone big yeah. time. But, uh, you know, to be, all them stages would be very famous yeah. and, uh, as I said, uh, the selection of entries that they have got is fantastic and, uh, you know, and it's going to be great for, for, for everybody. Well, listen, mate, enjoy it and we're all looking forward to it. Thanks very much, Michael. You know, we'll be all down there and enjoy the weekend. Mm-hmm.